0: and lift up your voice come on why don't you take a moment and give the Lord a sacrifice of praise hallelujah come on are you thankful that he's still the miracle worker he's still the provider he's still the way maker why don't you praise the Lord if you're thankful I wonder in such a multitude of people how many could testify that God has healed your body How many could testify that God made a way for your family when there was no way out? Let me tell you that you have a reason to praise the Lord today because if you have breath in your body and you have food on your table, a roof over your head, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Now I wonder one more time, why don't you just give the Lord a praise in your own way? Amen. Just because he's worthy of it. Just because he's worthy of it. Amen. What what a great job the music team did today. Thank you for leading us in worship. Amen. And I'm glad to be home. My goodness, it's been a while. But I'm happy to be home. Destiny woke up, looked outside, saw the white snow all over. I saw the look on her face and I said, hey. Looked at me I said you didn't have to say it for God to hear it So we had to pray her through before we came to church today Thank you Thank you Jesus The Lord has spoken to me this morning And uh, I want to tell you that there's going to be a release of divine demonstration Visible works, heavenly manifestations And it's going to happen in this building But not just here But for everybody that's watching online God's able to do a work right in the middle of your living room Amen. Wherever you're at, God doesn't know time and he doesn't know location, but he's just everywhere all at one time. So I wonder all over the building, would you lift up your hands one more time and pray? And I want you to release your faith in this house and tell the Lord that you've come ready to receive the word this morning. Father, we release faith, God, the gifting of faith into this building. God, we've come this morning ready to experience a move of the Holy Ghost. Come on, why don't you lift up your voice? We've come ready to receive a word from the Lord today. God, that you would do a great and mighty work this morning. And we thank you. We come with expectancy in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 1 and Acts chapter 2. Acts 1 verses 5 and 8. You're welcome to turn there if you'd like. Otherwise, I'm sure it'll be on the screen. Acts 1 chapter, Acts chapter 1 verses 5 and 8. For John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Verse number 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Acts chapter 2. I'm going to read a few different verses here. Verses 1 through 4 of Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Like a rushing mighty wind, it filled all of the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Verse 14, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all you that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you. And hearken unto my words. Verse 16. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Someone said, that's me. Verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise... Is unto you and unto your children and unto all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Want to tell you this morning, if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, this is your day to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you've walked into this building sick in your body, today ought to be the day that you leave healed. If you walked into this building in brokenness, this is your day to leave made whole. One of our good brothers today was praying on the floor and I watched as two men from the church got down on the floor and began to pray with him. And the Lord spoke to me, that's what I do. If you're broken, I become broken with you. When you stand, I stand with you. When you hurt, I hurt with you. And when you rejoice, I rejoice with you. Whatever you need the Lord to do, that's what he's gonna do for you this morning. Whatever you need Him to be, that's what He'll be this morning. One more time, would you lift your hands and your voices. Jesus, by the authority of the Word of God, by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come right now, Father, and we've come with an expectancy in our hearts. God, you can heal cancer. You can heal heart disease. You can heal kidney failure. You can heal diabetes. You can put the broken back together. Now, God, we come today as your children. And, Father, we're asking you, be what we need. Do what we need today. And we've come to give you the praise and glory. And somebody said, in Jesus' name, put your hands together one more time. Give the Lord praise as you seat. You may be seated. In 1906, the Spirit of God was falling at the Azusa Street Mission in Los Angeles, California. The fame of what was happening began to spread across North America and eventually the world. I want to share with you some research excerpts on what took place at the Azusa Street Revival per the Los Angeles Times. Devotees of this doctrine practice the most fanatical rites, preach the wildest theories, and work themselves into a state of excitement. For the spiritually hungry who come from far and wide to receive their Pentecost experience Stated that the very atmosphere of heaven had descended in the middle of that old building A visiting Baptist pastor said the Holy Spirit fell upon me Literally began to fill me as it seemed to lift me up for indeed, I was in the air in an instant shouting, praise God, as I instantly began to speak in an unknown language. Little could the subscribers of the have guess that in years to come, historians would say that the Azusa Street Revival played a major role in the development of modern Pentecostalism, a movement that changed the religious landscape and became... Became the most vibrant force of world evangelism in that old dusty building with its low rafters and barren floors God took strong men and women that were shattered into pieces and began to put them back together again. Most who visited this place came to receive the empowerment of spirit baptism. Indeed, so unusual was the mixture of cultures, for all across the room you could see different nationalities in tongues, yet under the blood of Jesus, the color line began to be washed away, for there is neither Jew nor Greek. Nor bond nor free, nor male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. In September 1906, the first issue of apostolic faith reported in a short time. God began to manifest his power, and soon the building could not contain the people. Proud, well-dressed preachers and saints who came to investigate what was going on their high looks were replaced with wonder and conviction. And very often you would find them in a short time wallowing on the floor as God began to forgive them once again and begin to make them as little children. Christian Life Church, I've come to tell you this morning that 115 years after, we've never been more fanatical. We've never been more excited we've never been wilder than we are right now and God has never done more than he is doing in this season we still believe that God is putting the broken back together we still believe that God is healing the sick we still believe that color lines are being washed by the blood of Jesus and in the middle of a society that is told to hate God is still finding us together with people of different color and of different tongue because today we are still one under Christ Jesus who saves our soul. I come to tell you this morning that 115 years after 3,000 miles across the country that the same Spirit can fall on you today. If you need the Holy Ghost, you can receive the Holy Ghost. Because God is still doing more than the doctor More than the lawyer More than the psychiatrist Oh I come to tell you this morning Whatever you need God is today You don't have to wait for another Sunday You don't have to wait for another time This is your moment This is your service This is your day Asking it shall be given Seeking you will find it Knocking it shall be Oh, somebody praise the Lord together. For it was Jesus that came unto them saying All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth For Paul and Silas in the middle of a midnight hour As they begin to sing praises unto God It was this God that began to loose the chains of bondage That began to open up the prison doors That began to shake the ground around them He began to set the captive free For Jairus it was this same God that could raise the dead to life once again for the centurion who came it was Jesus that was able to heal the sick for the blind man at the gate he was able to open up their eyes oh I come to tell you right now that he is the same yesterday he is the same today and he is the same forever for the woman caught in the act of adultery he was able to forgive of her sins for the children that came unto him He was the one who would accept them. Oh, I come to tell you for those that were cast out of their city, plagued with disease. It was this same Jesus that said, When nobody wants you, when everybody's walked out on you, when people have forgotten about you, this is your place and I am your God. I come to tell the person in this room, You are not walked out on. Welcome home. This is your place. This is your home, and he is your God. I wonder all over the building if you would praise the Lord because you remember when he kept you. You remember when he brought you out. Oh, somebody praise the Lord together. Somebody praise the Lord together. Oh, I come to tell you this morning uh, that for the people with cancer, uh, that God can still heal cancer. Uh, On the front row is a living testament uh, of the power of the hand of God. Uh, let me tell you, I don't care what the doctor said. You can look into the future and think that you might know what would happen. But he's still the God that holds tomorrow. I bind every spirit of fear that's tried to tell you that sickness would take you out. You shall live and you shall not die. You shall live and you shall not die. Let me tell you right now that every time you overcome the enemy through thank you... That every time you overcome the enemy through things that were not asked of yourself uh, that God begins to do a work in you uh, if you overcame drugs uh, then you've got authority over drug addiction uh, if you overcome cancer uh, then you have authority over cancer uh, let me tell you I'm preaching to a group of people uh, that are in this building today uh, that you know what it means to overcome adversity uh, but the trial of your life uh, it doesn't stop right here see because when God begins to do a miracle it uh, In the life of a believer, uh, the miracle begins to multiply. Uh, It's the reason that the boy that came to the 5,000 with nothing but fish and bread in the basket, uh, Jesus said, would you give it to me? Uh, He blessed it. uh, He broke it. uh, And then he multiplied. Uh, He blessed it. uh, He broke it. uh, And then he multiplied it. Uh, I come to tell you that God has blessed you with the Holy Ghost. Uh, He has blessed you with the anointing of the Lord. Uh, You might be going through through a season of brokenness Uh, but get ready uh, because he blesses it uh, he breaks it uh, and he multiplies it Uh, I come to tell you that God is about to release an army uh, of believers that are in this house uh, to go ye therefore uh, into all nations uh, seeking and saving what is lost uh, preaching the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ I come to tell you uh, That this is the God that we serve uh, He doesn't have to use any kind of reasoning uh, In Nacogdoches I told them That God was going to heal their body uh, A woman came up to me after service And said I jumped for over a half hour I said well I saw you She said no uh, I have a compressed spine The doctor said that I'd never be able to run And to jump again uh, She said but as you begin to speak faith uh, She said the Lord told me to do something That I'm not supposed to be able to do And I argued with them, but I said, all right, Lord. She said, so I jumped. She said, I haven't even been able to stand for more than five minutes. She said, but somewhere in the middle of my praise, God began to heal my body. She came back to me on Wednesday and said, three days later, I am completely made whole. Here's what I want to tell you right now. If somebody would make up their mind today, whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord triumphs over cancer uh, and it triumphs over failures of organs uh, and it triumphs over lawyers uh, and it triumphs over past uh, and it triumphs over present uh, and it tri here's what I come to tell you this morning. Uh, if you're ready, God is ready. Uh, if you're ready, God is ready. Uh, oh someone praise the Lord in advance uh, for a miracle that He's gonna do. tell you how Jesus felt of himself he didn't just call himself the healer the provider and the way maker but Jesus said I am that I am what was he saying that I am your present I am your past and I am your future John 6 I am the bread of life John 8 before Abraham I am I am the way the truth and the life I am the vine and ye are the branches I am alpha and I am omega I am the beginning and I am the ending I am which is I am which was I am which is to come and I am the almighty when you get his name you get his power everything you need is in the name of Jesus that's why Jesus spoke of himself all power is given unto me both in heaven and in earth for at the name of Jesus every knee should bow things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord forever for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily here's what I come to tell you that you will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony let me tell you something about a testimony there might be times that you testify after the miracle has happened but there's something that I call a prophetic testimony I testify because of what not What God has done But because of what God will do Uh, Brother Omar I watched as you were Facing court uh, in uncertainty Uh, I called them on that day And said are you okay Uh, He said I already told you uh, What God is going to do Uh, God just hasn't done it yet Uh, I come to tell you that sure enough uh, Just as he prophesied The Lord brought to pass uh, He walked out of the courtroom a free man Uh, So here's what I want to tell you Here's what I want to tell you I know it's a simple message But the power of life and of death is in your tongue I remember when I was broken up after an accident Dealing with depression I heard my father as he was down beside where I was at He probably thought that I was out But I could hear him praying as he began to say I speak life over my son I speak life over my home I speak life over my family And I heard but you see the word said that the effect. fervent prayers of a righteous man uh, availeth much. Uh, I want to tell you everything that the enemy has taken from you. Uh, He might have taken your hearing. He might have taken your sight. uh, He might have taken everything that you've got, uh, but you still have your mouth. Uh, I come to tell you right now uh, that the tongue is sharper than any two-edged sword. Uh, I wish that somebody in this room today, uh, that you're facing depression and you're facing brokenness and you're facing uh, Uncertainty, here's what I come to tell you Just like Samson, after your eyes are taken Your hands are bound, your feet are bound And your hair is cut There's still one thing that you've got And it's the power of the spoken word Let me tell you something about the spoken word In the beginning was the word The word was with God and the word was God In him was life and life was the light of men The light shineth into the darkness And the darkness comprehended it not. You want to know what the light was? It's the power of the Holy Ghost that dwells within you. Here's what the verse was saying. When the light of the Holy Ghost begins to shine into the darkness of uncertainty, it begins to confuse the enemy. When you should have walked in here on a snowy Sunday, beat down, discouraged, and defeated, but you walked into the house of the Lord with a mouth open in worship, hands lifted in praise, I I wish that somebody ought to somebody ought to practice it right now uh, when the light shines into the darkness Here's what I want to tell you. Everything you need is in him. That's why the psalmist wrote, it's all in him. It's all in him. The fullness of the Godhead, it's all in him. The mighty God is Jesus. Let me tell you something. We're not a church that's just Jesus only. We are Jesus everything. Everything. We are Jesus everything. We worship the name of Jesus. We baptize in the name of Jesus. We preach in the name of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. I come to tell you that there is no trinity. There is none before him. There is none beside him. And there is none after him. That's why Jesus spoke it like this. I and my Father are one. He that has seen me, you have seen the Father. So here's what I come to tell you uh, when you've been baptized in the name of Jesus uh, and you have received the Holy Ghost uh, that name of Jesus uh, is attached to your name that's why the church is the bride and he is the husband uh, and he's coming back for his bride what happened uh, when I married her she got my name Likewise, I come to tell you that through your natural eyes, when you look at a driver's license, you might only see your given name. But through eyes of the Spirit, every time the enemy comes against you, he might see your name, but then he sees your God. He might see your name, but then he sees your God. Uh, I want to take a moment and tell every person that's in this room uh, that you've walked in here today and you're facing impossibility, uh, and you're facing uncertainty, uh, and you're facing trial and problem, and and every reason that you had to walk into this room today uh, and just occupy your seat and go home. Uh, The devil might remind you of your present, but let me remind you of his future. You might have come in this room today reminded of what you are going through today but I want to remind you of the promise that is coming to you tomorrow. You see there's some people in the room today you might walk in here discouraged because the devil might have won a few scraps but let me tell you that God is still the undisputed. God is still the undefeated and there's only one thing that's coming to the church. You want to know what it is? It is your victory. It is your victory. You want to know what? Maybe I'm only preaching to a few people, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn and touch someone and tell them your victory is coming. They didn't believe you. You need to tell somebody else. Your victory is coming. Now, here's what I want to tell you right now. I've heard an awful lot of people here recently, they're talking about the kingdom of hell, the kingdom of hell, the this, the that, the other, and the kingdom of heaven. Let me tell you, there's only one kingdom, and it's the kingdom of God. Let me give you a little bit of revelation about the devil and about hell, is that we worry an awful lot that the kingdom of hell is going to come against us, and the kingdom of hell is going to come fight us, and the kingdom, the kingdom. Let me tell you something about the devil. Even the devil knows that he has no kingdom. Hell was never created to be a kingdom. Hell was created to be a prison. Are you ready for this? So, every time that the enemy comes against you to try to tell you the kind of power that he has, he doesn't have power. He's got a promise of eternal damnation in prison. But here's the thing about it you have a promise, you have a future. This situation that you're in, this is not the end. This is not the end. Tell it to you till you believe it. This is not the end. This is not everything that God can do, but this is the doorway. And there's an invitation for you to come through the doorway into the promises of the Lord. You ready for this? So every time that the devil comes against you and he begins to tell you about what he will do, he's lying to you. What he wants you to do is change your perception where you see what you're going through is different than what it is. But if you would change your perception to understand this, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. That's why they wrote, oh, rejoice not against me, oh, mine enemies, for when I fall, I... I shall arise So here's what I want to tell you You came in here defeated But you should have came in here in victory Because what you are going through is not permanent What you are going through is temporary What you are going through is not permanent, but what you are going through is temporary. Just like the children of Israel, you become comfortable in a land of Egypt, and what was supposed to be a passing through has now become a place of residence. But I come to tell you in the Holy Ghost that God has heard the affliction of His people, and now He's come down to deliver you out of the land that you have inhabited and into the land of promise. So here's what I want to tell you. It's time to start getting ready, because God is about to transition you to a new place than you've ever been to before Uh, you might have walked through the water you might have walked through the brokenness uh, you might have been in the fiery furnace and you might have been in the land of Egypt uh, but there is a promise that is coming to you uh, and I come to tell every enemy of the kingdom uh, there's also a promise coming to you uh, that the promise is that you'll be bound up uh, and cast into a lake of fire I wish that a Holy Ghost filled child of God uh, would worship like you know that victory's coming for a moment Let me tell you something about the revelation of Jesus. The revelation of Jesus is more powerful than any false doctrine. That's why there's a little boy in I pray that Spencer and Dylan used to teach. He went to his Baptist pastor and said, Pastor, I see that i got to be baptized in Jesus' name. The pastor laughed at him. Many maybe there's several of you that have heard this but I'm sure there's several that haven't the pastor begin to chuckle and say you've already been baptized he said no I don't need to be baptized like you did I need to be baptized in Jesus name the pastor brought him in this was here in this town the pastor brought him in before the church as they were having service and smiled and said well this is really cute this little boy thinks that he needs to be baptized in Jesus name and we understand that he doesn't need to be but we're going to go ahead and do it for him anyway let me tell you what happened that child and the middle of a congregation filled with unbelievers of the name of Jesus decided to take a stand because he knew what he had to do. The boy went down in the name of Jesus as people all around began to smile and nod their heads. But something began to happen when he came out of the water. You see, because he didn't come out of the water alone but just like when you're broken God becomes broken and when you're buried God becomes buried but when you resurrect out of the water God resurrects with you. He began to lift up his hands and Lift up his voice as God began to fill him uh, with the gift of the Holy Ghost through the evidence uh, of speaking in other tongues. Let me tell you, this is the God that you serve. Uh, it was my old roommate and I that walked into a Catholic seminary in the middle of downtown Indianapolis as they begin to invite us inside and asked us if they could tell us about their God. Uh, I said, sure you can if I can tell you about mine afterwards. Uh, they said, yeah, that sounds good. That was the wrong thing to say to me. That's like telling a bulldog, sick of my We went into the room as they begin to tell me about everything and how they pray to Jesus's uh, 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 mother and 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 all of this, and they begin to tell me about everything that they do and all of these different doctrines. And and I stopped and I asked them. I said, "Well, let me ask you. I said, let's just try to sum this up. I said, what's the foundation of what you practice?" They said, "Oh, well, that's easy. Our first pope was." Peter, and, and Jesus looked at him and, and said, and upon this rock, the rock being Peter, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell won't prevail against it, I smiled, I said, well that's really funny, because we build our foundation off of Peter too, he said, really? I said, yeah, I said, but there's just one problem with what you told me. I said, when you go back and you read that verse, Jesus asked him, who do you say that I am? And he said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, that flesh and blood hath not revealed this, but my Father which is is in heaven. And thou art Simon Bar-Jonah. And upon this rock, the rock being the revelation of who Jesus is, I will build my church. And the gates of hell won't prevail against it. And he looked at me and he kind of scratched his head. And I said, well, let me take one step further. It was your pope on the day of Pentecost that said that you must be baptized and receive the Holy Ghost through the evidence of speaking in other tongues. He looked at me. He said, well, I don't know anything about that, but you could feel the Holy Ghost begin to move into the room. He sat there with tears streaming down his face and his hands shaking. He said, what am I feeling right now? I said, you see, here's the thing. I said, your rock was almost right, but what the rock is is the revelation that God can fill you with the Holy Ghost today. Uh, The man began to lift up his hands, and he shut his eyes and opened his mouth uh, as the Holy Ghost began to move into the middle uh, of a Catholic seminary. Listen, here's what I'm trying to tell you, this is the power of what you have a hold of. Uh, You've got power to walk into the streets and to preach the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ. You have the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Why don't we practice it right now? Why don't you lift up a praise of freedom right now? Why don't you lift up a praise of freedom? Listen. Listen, this is the God that we serve. There's only one way. John chapter 3, there is a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of Jews, who came and sat by Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus was so emphatic about the message that I'm bringing to you today that he looked at Nicodemus and he said this, Except a man. Be born again of the water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Let me tell you something about the message that I'm bringing to you today. This is a message that not only has the power to change the anatomy of your body, but has the power to change your heart. It has the power to change your mind. It has the power to change your spirit. Let's take a little deal right now. How many people in here God brought you out of alcoholism? It's all right. You can lift your hand. Get How many people God brought you out of cigarette addiction? God brought you out of drug addiction. All over the house, there's people that understand this. I begin to think today, and I called and got her permission, but Lyric, why don't you come up here with me real quick? That's all right. She's probably going to hate me after this, but that's okay. (laughs) About a year ago, I was getting a haircut. And uh, Lyric, how long you cut my hair before that? Probably seven months, right? Seven or eight months? Yeah, something like seven or eight months. Is everybody okay today? Y'all are looking at me real nervous. Y'all okay? All right. Lyric cut my hair for about seven or eight months. And we always talked about Jesus and how the Lord was able to change your life and everything. One day she looked at me and she said, Hey, man, you talk a lot about God. I said, Well, I. I could kind of talk a lot in general. She said, yeah, but, 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 but you really talk a lot about God. She said, you know, I've never asked you, what's your job? I said, well, Lyric, I'm, I'm a preacher. You should have seen the look on her face. <laughs> she looked at me. I didn't know if she's going to cry or shoot me. I really wasn't sure what was fixing to happen. I might not have been standing here with you today if that would have been the case. She looked at me, and she literally didn't say a word. She turned around, and she walked back into the room. And I was sitting there like, well, someone needs to finish my haircut. i got to go. And she came back out, and Jamie came out, and she cried. And she said, why are you letting me cut your hair? I said, well, what do you mean? She said, why, why are you still letting me cut your hair? I said, because well, you cut my hair really good. And she said, well, yeah, I know that. Hello. There's a plug for Restoration Room Lafayette. Go visit her. <laughs> she said, but, but, but here's what I'm trying to figure out. She said, the last preacher that cut my hair told me that I couldn't cut his hair because of my lifestyle. See, some of you guys don't know this. Maybe some of you do. But God, when I met Lyric, she was in homosexuality. And there's a lot of things that we talk about in the church that God is able to do, but this is something that we don't touch. All right. All right. This is something that we don't want to talk about. But it's real. Isn't it real? Oh, it's real. And I looked at her, and she said, you know this about me. So why are you still here? I said, I'm here because the power of God is greater than the struggle that you're going through. Is that what I told you? I said that the power of God is greater than what you're going through. Now, here's what I found in the church. Man, we shout about God healing people of cancer. And God can do it, can he? All right. We shout about broken marriages being put back together. Can I have a witness in the house? All right. But we struggle to shout about the things that are uncomfortable to us. Now, there's a reason that I'm bringing this up, because I'm going to tell you what God is about to do. There's about to be a lot more lyrics that are going to come to the Lord. There's going to be a lot more lyrics that are going to come. Lyric looked at me and said, what are you even talking about? I said, God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. She said, "I don't even know what the Holy Ghost is." I said, "Well, that's okay." I said, "That's the Spirit of God that God's going to come inside of you, and God is going to change you and make you new." She said, "Listen, I don't even know what that." Is. And if you would have met Lyric, listen, Lyric was not always this nice, wonderful. <laughs> she she knock your head off. Jace, can I get a witness? You know, Jesus. <laughs> she looked at me and she said, "I don't even know what that entails." I said, "Like all of the addictions." She said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, God's going to heal that." I said, but you know what else God will heal? She said, what? I said, God's going to heal your heart and your mind. I said, God can deliver you out of homosexuality. At this time, Lyric was married, and not to him, married to a girl. And she looked at me, and she said, okay, I don't know anything about this. Let me think about this. She left. I came back. She came out, and she looked at me, and she had this mean look on her face. I know it's very shocking to some of you that Lyric has the ability to look mean. She came out, and she said, I don't know what you did to me. I said, what are you talking about? She said, ever since our conversation two weeks ago, she said, There's something in my heart that I don't understand. She said there's something in my heart that I don't understand. She said, I don't know about all this stuff that you're talking about because I don't think that God is able to change me. I said, What do you mean? She said, Gentry, I know you've heard it said a lot, but it's the truth. I was born this way. I said, Well, Lyric. I believe that. But that's why Jesus said you got to be born again. Many of you guys were here. Lyric went down in the name of Jesus and has received the gift of the Holy Ghost. But the miracle didn't stop there because now she's got a husband on the second row that's serving the Lord. And she's got a family sitting behind him that's serving the Lord. Listen, thank you. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Why don't you just stand to your feet all over the house? Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Whatever you walked in here with, whether you've got brokenness, whether you've got addiction, whether you've got uncertainty, the I am is in the house. The I am is in the house right now. I want you to lift up your hands just right where you're at. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we come against every spirit of fear. We come against every distraction that's in this house. Lord, we come against every lie of the enemy that's going to try to get some people to stay where they are today. Because, God, we know that this morning, God, that you have shown up in this house and you're about to make everything new. Come on, somebody. Why don't you lift up your voice with me? God, you're about to make everything new. You're about to. You're about to make everything new, Lord. He us so toward y'all, my high. Let me give this altar call to two groups of people. If you need the Holy Ghost, God's come here today to fill you with the Holy Ghost. But if you walked in here today with the battle of your mind raging, that you don't know what the future holds. This is your day. Come on, shout it. This is my day. And uh, you need to shout it like you believe it. This is my day. All right, I'm going to call my ministers and my altar workers. If you come quickly. You come quickly. I'm going to call another set of people right now. I don't care if you've only been coming just a short time. But if God has recently brought you out of brokenness and out of problems, and God's, you've seen God put your life back together, I'm just going to invite you to come as well. Let's move quickly. Calling some people right now that have faith to believe. That's all right. That's all right. Now, I want everybody else, I want you to turn and ask your neighbor, what do you need God to do for you today? And I want you to answer him honestly. Come on, ask him. What do you need God to do for you today? Here's what we're going to do. I want you to take the hand of that neighbor, and we're all going to come down together, that person that you just asked. I just want you to take him by the hand, and let's come down to the altar. I'm going to call from the front to the back, from the left to the right. I want everybody to move. Come on. Come on. We're all going to come down together this morning. He led my God Satan. Come down a little farther Come on Make some room There's still plenty of room for you Alright Now if you came in here today And you need a miracle That could be in your body That could be in your life That could be in your spirit I want you to lift that hand up real high Real high, real high Only if you really need the miracle today If you really need a miracle Alright, now I want you to lift that other hand up there's somebody beside you with a hand lifted. I want you to lay your hands on them. Come on, church. Let's go to work right now. i want to speak a word of faith over you. And then I just want you to begin to shout hallelujah with the loudest voice that you've got. And we're going to let the Lord begin to move right here. Father, by the authority of the word of God, by the power that's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, ministers. Come on, preachers. Come on, altar workers by the authority of the Word of God and the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we rebuke the devourer. God, we loose the chains of bondage off of every person that's in this room right now. God, you can put every marriage back together. God, we speak healing over cancer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, I speak on the authority of your Word right now. God, that chains are beginning to fall. God, that bondage is beginning to be released right now. Be healed, be made whole, be delivered in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now come on with a loud voice. I want you to begin to lift up that voice. I want you to lay hands on somebody in the room right now. I want you to let the Lord begin to move through. Come on, if you've got the Holy Ghost, why don't you pray in the Spirit right now? In the name of Jesus. Come on, I want every hand lifted, every voice lifted right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.